Welcome to Lessons from the Helpful Dead, where you'll learn the world is not what it seems and you are much more than you think you are. Here you'll learn about positive and reassuring messages from supposedly dead people whose main purpose is to help us. Find out what happens after we die, why we're here, how we got here, where we're going, and discover that you are really a powerful eternal spirit. I'm Dan McEnany. We've been discussing the notion of ourselves as tourists, spirits traveling through the universe, continually sampling different experiences in various realities. The incarnational reality that we're in is just one of them. Supporting that notion, I cited the experiences of Bob Monroe and Edgar Cayce. Also supporting that notion are the explanations of various things provided by the entity Seth, a number of which I've already discussed. And today I'll talk about his explanation about the alternate states of consciousness. As a number of others have suggested, Seth states that we can learn to become awake in the middle of a dream and realize that we can manipulate those dreams and form them as we wish. They are ours, not something forced upon us. Interestingly, he says that in one context, physical reality is a dream, one that we have created. In fact, to those in the dream reality, we are the dream images, according to Seth, right? And those in the dream reality, we are the dream images. When we realize that we form the events of our lives as we form dreams, we will learn to take hold of our entire consciousness. Now, that's a big statement, so I'll repeat it. When we realize that we form the events of our lives as we form dreams, we will learn to take hold of our entire consciousness. In that regard, as an aside, it's interesting that uh, Joe McMonagall once confided to a number of us that he had five false awakenings in a dream. In other words, he awoke from a dream and then realized he was still in a dream, from which he awoke but then realized he was still dreaming, and so forth, until finally he was really awake. Now, in Seth Speaks, Seth described five different stages of consciousness and what can be perceived and achieved in them while also emphasizing that there are no real hard divisions of our consciousness, just distinctions made for the sake of illustrating the kinds of things that can be perceived in various stages of our singular united consciousness. So we're not altering our consciousness, we're simply altering the stage of our consciousness. There is, of course, the normal stage of waking consciousness, where we concentrate on and deal with the physical world that we seem to be perceiving as something separate from us. While discussing alternate stages in what he termed A1, apparently we can enter the body of another with our consciousness and heal it, manipulating matter from the inside. Around the time he explained this, Jane Roberts noted that just off to the right of her cheek, there was a, quote, tiny me, a tiny me, she called it, that she could send places and do things with. Now, Seth states that A1 is simple to enter and could be stimulated by something as simple as listening to music you like or doing something you really enjoy. He claimed we could experience reality as it exists for some part of your body, 
such as your intestine, for example. This can bring a great sense of wonder and unity as we experience commotion and inner peace at the same time, he said. Now, involuntarily, I experienced something similar to the intestine type of consciousness while being treated for cancer at a time when all my readings suddenly weren't very good, my blood readings, and so they whisked me off to a special floor for a week, and they administered a number of drugs. I experienced myself as a tiny microbe moving through what seemed to be tubes. At first I was scared, but later became quite calm about it. During that same week, in another experience, I was in an exceedingly dark, low, depressing mode of existence, almost as if I were stuck in a swamp many centuries back and knew I could never get out of it. It was sad, discouraging, and scary all at the same time. I've never experienced anything even remotely close to it in ordinary waking life. To this day, I get a sad and very uncomfortable feeling when I think of it. I don't believe the two experiences were related, but they might have been. I just don't remember. Now, in A1, Seth explained that thoughts appear as stationary symbols and feelings as fluid symbols, not stationary, such as flowing water, wind, clouds moving, colors changing, and the like. This state is apparently very good for creativity, concentration, refreshment, rest, and meditation. Moving on to A2. In A2, our reincarnational pasts are known to us. And in A3, we can perceive and experience the history of our planet, the various races, animals, the layers of gas and coal and other minerals, and the ages that have swept across the planet. A4 is spirit-focused, beneath the formation of matter. Our deepest inspirations come from here, from A4, and it is the source of ideas and concepts that are felt vividly as electromagnetic pulses. These are picked up by the physical brain in the seemingly unused portion that scientists are always telling us about because they have found no answers as to how they function. Now, the knowledge and experience available to us in A4, the spirit-focused uh, uh, the, the spirit stage where our deepest inspirations come from, the knowledge and experience gained here in A4 may or may not be perceived by any given person, but it, re rep it represents the building blocks for many probable systems. It represents the building blocks for many probable systems. It's a particularly open area in which many other systems of reality have access. Accordingly, it is from this area that world-changing inventions and powerful personal conversions are brought about. Seth observed, much as Edgar Cayce did about the realities that he visited, that any individual can theoretically pass through all of these stages, but that they must be sought out by the way of strong desire. Now, A5 is the state of consciousness used by mediums such as Jane Roberts. You may remember in a recent podcast, I mentioned that this is where the vital consciousness of any personality could theoretically be contacted. 
It's a meeting ground for personalities from any time, place, or probable system. It makes possible crystal clear communication so that, as mentioned earlier, messages can flash through the centuries for which might explain Leonardo da Vinci's sketches of helicopters in the 15th century. Even though they were not manifested in our material physical world, until the 1940s. Seth was careful to point out that it's not only famous personalities who share in the A5 communication, rather many ordinary people also share in it, even though they might not be conscious of it in their waking world. It is most commonly encountered in deep sleep or spontaneous trances. He explained that when we have our ordinary common lapses of consciousness, When we're daydreaming, for example, or those times when we seem to be unaware of anything at the moment, we are often perceiving other kinds of reality. They could also be in many dreams or hallucinations, or when we're using the associative intuitive process to perceive reality, rather than our common perception of serial events in time, where cause and effect seem to prevail as opposed to focus. You might remember how I explained we use the associative process in dreams. Now, a very interesting statement here. Uh, Seth says that while we are perceiving these other realities when we're daydreaming and the like, our normal consciousness pretends there was no lapse of consciousness, so we don't remember these perceptions of other realities. Surprisingly, apparently this can occur 15 to 50 times an hour without our being aware of it. It's only because of our tight, narrow focus on the human time-space illusion in which we seem to exist that we seldom encounter clues to these other realities, even though they are always present. Supposedly, if we could turn our attention to unrelated symbols and images we could follow them to the perception of other realities. That's an exciting thought. Seth advised us to look just around the edges of events that seem to make no sense to get a glimpse of other realities. That's a statement I've remembered through the years. Look just around the edges of events that seem to make no sense to get a glimpse of other realities. So something doesn't make sense. It might be another reality bumping up against the, against the one that you are perceiving. Now, I've given you a very brief description of the five stages of consciousness that the entity Seth explained. And to get more detail, you'd need to read his books. We will soon be getting to uh, Seth's comments as they relate directly to our existence beyond reincarnational lives, which is the point of all of our recent discussions. But before getting to those comments uh, in a future podcast, I think it's helpful to address first why it makes sense to take seriously any of his comments. Now, it's one thing for me to remark that he's given the most logical and comprehensive explanation of reality that I've ever come across, but that's, that's just my opinion. Considering how strange all of his explanations would seem to many people, it's understandable they'd think the whole thing is absurd. 
and it doesn't make any sense to give any credibility to information that comes to us from a, from a disembodied spirit. Well, each of us will decide for ourselves whether we will pay any attention to it, and in many cases that decision will be as much emotional as it is logical. Now, uh, in previous podcasts, I have summarized the 40 conclusions and theories of quantum physicists, which agree with Seth's input on many subjects. So I think this would be a good time to review, once again, the theories and conclusions of quantum physicists, but also the conclusions and theories of scientists in other fields. And so I will address those in the next session. Again, I'm Dan McEnany bringing you Lessons from the Helpful Dead.